Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. Ever wondered how to make your meals both kidney-friendly and absolutely delicious? Stick around because by the end of this video, you'll discover a secret ingredient that's been under your nose the whole time. Well, hello there, fabulous ladies and gentlemen. Today, we're diving headfirst into the marvelous world of chronic kidney disease and its impact on our taste buds. Now, this condition may be a bother affecting folks all around the globe, but fear not. We're about to unlock the secrets of creating scrumptious recipes that'll have your taste buds doing the happy dance while keeping those pesky symptoms at bay. So get ready for a delightful and mouthwatering adventure, my wise and wonderful friends. Welcome to our simple guide on navigating chronic kidney disease and diet through lifestyle. Today, we'll embark on a journey that covers the fundamentals of CKD, the significance of dietary choices, practical strategies for day-to-day living, and broader lifestyle changes that can make a world of difference. Let's dive in and equip ourselves with the knowledge and tools to lead a healthier, kidney-friendly life. Today, I'm going to talk about understanding CKD and dietary implications, a quick review into chronic kidney disease and the critical role of diet in managing the condition, recipe modifications, tips and techniques to adjust recipes for CKD, ensuring a varied and nutrient-rich diet, practical strategies for everyday living, from cooking in bulk to grocery shopping to staying on a budget, practical advice for daily life with CKD. You might be wondering who I am and why I'm qualified to talk about this. If you're someone living with chronic kidney disease, I've got great news for you. Hello, I'm Mathia Ford, a registered dietitian nutritionist specializing in chronic kidney disease and owner of renaldiethq.com. I specialize in helping people just like you improve their health by making simple yet delicious changes to your meals. Together, we can transform your eating habits, boost your overall well-being, and ensure that you're enjoying every bite along the way. Say goodbye to bland and boring meals and say hello to a healthier, more vibrant life. Let's get started on this incredible journey to better health together. Visit renaldiethq.com today and take the first step towards a healthier lifestyle. Let's take a second and talk about CKD. Chronic kidney disease, CKD, refers to the gradual loss of kidney function over time, leading to the accumulation of waste and fluids in the body. Unfortunately, CKD is a silent disease, often progressing unnoticed until it reaches the advanced stages. The implications of CKD on dietary choices are significant as the kidneys' reduced ability to filter waste products and excess fluids necessitates certain dietary adjustments. To maintain optimal health with CKD, it's essential to limit the intake of certain nutrients, such as sodium, potassium, phosphorus, and protein. Excessive levels of these substances can further burden the kidneys and accelerate the disease's progression. Meanwhile, it's crucial to ensure an adequate intake of other nutrients, such as calcium and vitamin D, to prevent complications like bone disease. You can learn more about the stages of CKD in our video linked above. Meal planning and recipe modification are paramount for individuals with CKD as they enable better control over nutrient intake and help slow down the disease's progression. By carefully selecting ingredients and adjusting cooking methods, individuals with CKD can still enjoy delicious and satisfying meals while adhering to their dietary restrictions. First restriction is a protein restriction. Reducing protein is 
intake is a crucial aspect of managing CKD. Consuming excessive amounts of protein can lead to the accumulation of waste products in the blood, putting additional strain on the kidneys. However, it is essential to strike a balance as too little protein can result in malnutrition. Thus, individuals with CKD should work with a registered dietitian to determine an appropriate protein intake that suits their stage of the disease. Sodium restriction. Excessive sodium intake can cause fluid retention and increase blood pressure, both of which can have detrimental effects on kidney function. Therefore, individuals with CKD should aim for a low-sodium diet, which involves reducing processed and packaged foods, avoiding excessive salt usage, and opting for fresh ingredients. Potassium management. The kidneys regulate potassium levels in the body, but in CKD, this function is impaired. High potassium levels can lead to cardiac arrhythmias and muscle weaknesses. Thus, individuals with CKD should limit their potassium intake by avoiding high potassium food. Phosphorus control. Elevated phosphorus levels can contribute to bone and cardiovascular complications in CKD. To manage phosphorus intake, individuals should steer clear of phosphorus-rich foods like dairy products, nuts, certain protein sources, Additionally, they may benefit from using phosphate binders to reduce phosphorus absorption. CKD significantly impacts dietary choices, requiring individuals to make conscious meal planning and recipe modifications. By limiting sodium, potassium, phosphorus, and protein intake when necessary, while ensuring adequate calcium and vitamin D, individuals can slow down the progression of the disease and maintain better overall health. So let's empower ourselves with knowledge and strive for healthier, kidney-friendly eating habits. Let's discuss two important aspects of recipe modification, reducing sodium content and lowering potassium levels. These modifications can help individuals with CKD maintain a healthy diet while managing their condition. One major concern for individuals with CKD is the high sodium content in their diets. Excessive sodium can lead to fluid retention and increased blood pressure, Here are some tips for using herbs and spices as flavor enhancers to reduce sodium content. Instead of relying on salt for flavor, try incorporating herbs and spices into your cooking. Not only do they add delicious flavors, but they also provide numerous health benefits. Number one, experiment with different herbs and spices such as basil, oregano, thyme, rosemary, and cumin to enhance the taste of your dishes. Number two, use fresh herbs whenever possible as they have a more robust flavor. If fresh herbs are not available, dried herbs can be used as well. The ratio is usually one third to a fourth of the uh, fresh version. So if you have a tablespoon of fresh herb, you would do a teaspoon, which is about a third of the dried herb because it's so much stronger and more concentrated. Number three, create homemade spice blends without added salt. This allows you to both control the sodium content while still adding layers of flavor. Number four. Be cautious when using pre-made spice mixes as they may contain hidden sources of sodium. Always read the labels and opt for the low-sodium versions if available. We're going to talk about reading nutrition labels in just a minute. Reading food labels is essential to identify hidden sources of sodium. Many processed and packaged foods contain high levels of sodium. Let's explore how to read the food label to make more informed choices. Start by checking the sodium content per serving. Aim for foods that provide no more than 140 milligrams of sodium per serving. So when you look at your food label, you have your serving size at the top and you have the total amount of sodium in this case on here. And then you have the percent daily value. So you want to aim for something that is 5% or less and 20% or more is high. This is definitely a high sodium product. You also want to read 
your uh, ingredients to make sure that there are no additional sources of sodium that you may not be aware of. And you can also look in there for phosphorus, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. PHOS in any of these ingredients can indicate that um, it is added phosphorus, which is inorganic phosphorus. And I'll tell you more about that in a couple minutes. So look for terms like sodium chloride, monosodium glutamate, and sodium bicarbonate or sodium nitrate which indicates the presence of sodium in the ingredients list. And be aware of foods labeled as low sodium or reduced sodium, as they may still contain significant amounts of sodium. Always check the actual sodium content on the label. In addition to reducing sodium, individuals with CKD may need to lower their potassium levels. High potassium levels can be harmful to those with compromised kidney function. So let's talk about some cooking methods to reduce potassium. The cooking method you choose can significantly impact the potassium content of your meals. Here's some recommended cooking methods to reduce potassium levels. Number one, boiling. Boiling vegetables in water and then discarding the water can help reduce potassium levels. This method leaches out some of the potassium, making vegetables more kidney friendly. Number two, soaking. Soaking high potassium vegetables such as potatoes or pumpkin in water for several hours before cooking can help reduce their potassium content. And number three, grilling. Grilling vegetables can be a great option as it adds a smoky flavor. We're going to talk a little bit more about that without adding extra potassium. Just be sure to brush them with olive oil and season with herbs and spices for added flavor. Another way to lower potassium levels in your recipes is by substituting high potassium ingredients with alternatives. So let's talk about a few of those options. Number one, swap high potassium fruits like bananas and oranges with lower potassium vegetables or fruits like apples and berries. Replace high potassium vegetables like potatoes and tomatoes with lower potassium options like cucumbers or green beans. Number three, use low potassium grains such as rice and pasta instead of high potassium grains that maybe um, have more potassium in them because they're whole wheat bread or whole grain flour. I definitely recommend you continue to eat whole grain breads until you have a potassium issue. You want to pay attention to if your doctor tells you that you have high potassium, then you want to pay attention to potassium levels in your food, you definitely want to try to eat as big a variety of foods as possible until you have lab results or your physician or nephrologist telling you that you need to lower the potassium in your diet. And then you would want to go through and do these sorts of changes to start adjusting your diet for lower potassium foods. Modifying recipes for individuals with CKD involves reducing sodium content and lowering potassium levels by using herbs and spices as flavor enhancers reading food labels for hidden sodium, and employing recommended cooking methods and ingredient substitutions, individuals with CKD can enjoy delicious and kidney-friendly meals. Now let's talk about phosphorus. Let's discuss the identification of high phosphorus foods and their alternatives, as well as techniques for removing excess phosphorus from certain foods. By understanding these strategies, you can effectively regulate your phosphorus intake and maintain a healthy balance. I wanna be clear that you should not try to reduce your phosphorus intake until your physician nephrologist tells you that your labs are showing that you need to do that. You want to try to eat again, as big a variety of food as possible until you have those lab tests or other indications that you need to limit this nutrient in your diet. So phosphorus is an essential mineral that plays a vital role in our bodily functions. However, individuals with certain health conditions like chronic kidney disease may need to monitor their phosphorus intake. Here are some high phosphorus foods to be aware of. Dairy products like milk, cheese, yogurt, and ice cream can be rich in phosphorus. 
consider opting for low phosphorus alternatives or just limiting your portion sizes. Number two, meat and poultry. Organ meats such as liver and kidney contain significant amounts of phosphorus. Choosing lean cuts of meat and removing the skin from poultry can help reduce your phosphorus intake. Number three, fish. Some types of fish like sardines, salmon, and halibut are higher in phosphorus. If you enjoy seafood, opt for lower phosphorus options like shrimp or cod, but you can also occasionally have some higher phosphorus fish. It's definitely a healthy choice. Beans and legumes, kidney beans, lentils, and soy products are examples of plant-based foods that are a little high in phosphorus. Be mindful of portion sizes and consider alternatives like chickpeas or black beans. Nuts and seeds, almonds, walnuts, and pumpkin seeds are delicious and nutritious, but they are also higher in phosphorus. Moderation is key and you can explore low phosphorus options like flax seeds or chia seeds. Inorganic phosphorus and organic phosphorus are two forms of phosphorus that differ in their chemical structure and sources. Inorganic phosphorus is typically found in the form of phosphates, such as calcium phosphate or sodium phosphate. Those are added to products and those are considered inorganic. In the other, on the other hand, organic phosphorus is obtained from biological sources like plants or animals. So when it comes to absorption rates, inorganic phosphorus has a relatively high absorption rate in the human digestive system, around 90 to 95%. This is because it is already in an available form and does not require extensive breakdown by your body enzymes. So inorganic phosphorus is readily absorbed in the small intestine. In contrast, organic phosphorus has a lower absorption rate compared to inorganic phosphorus. Organic phosphorus is found naturally in foods like your fruits, your nuts, your seeds, and even your whole grain breads. In, in contrast, organic phosphorus has a lower absorption rate compared to organ inorganic phosphorus. This is because organic phosphorus needs to be broken down in it to its constituent component compounds by digestive enzymes that before you can absorb it. So this process break, breaks down, breakdown takes time and is less efficient compared to direct absorption of the inorganic phosphorus. That's why it's okay to eat meats, fruits, and vegetables that have naturally occurring phosphorus, organic phosphorus, because you only absorb about 50% of it into your body. I note this to say that you should pay attention to how much phosphorus you have if that is a concern based on your stage of CKD, but it's certainly better to eat foods that are organic sources of phosphorus, as well as taking your phosphorus binders with meals if you have concerns about the amount of phosphorus in your foods. Now, there's some options for high phosphorus foods, and while it may seem challenging to avoid high phosphorus foods entirely, there's several alternatives you can incorporate in your diet to help manage your phosphorus intake. There are lower phosphorus dairy alternatives. If you enjoy dairy products but need to limit phosphorus, consider opting for non-dairy alternatives like almond milk or coconut milk. However, be sure to choose varieties that are unsweetened and fortified with calcium. Plant-based protein sources, instead of relying solely on meat as your protein source, explore plant-based options like tofu, tempeh, and seitan. These alternatives are typically lower in phosphorus, but can be incorporated into various recipes. Fresh fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables are generally lower in phosphorus and offer a wide range of health benefits. Incorporate a variety of colorful options into your diet to ensure you receive essential vitamins and minerals without excessive phosphorus intake. So in addition to identifying high phosphorus foods and seeking alternatives, there are techniques you can use to reduce phosphorus content in certain foods. Soaking, soaking high phosphorus foods such as beans and legumes overnight and then discarding the soaking water can help reduce their phosphorus content. 
This process helps remove some of the phosphorus that leaches into the water. Boiling, boiling high phosphorus foods like potatoes, pasta, or rice in a large amount of water can help remove some phosphorus. Discard the cooking water to reduce the phosphorus content further. And double cooking, if you're a high phosphorus, if you are using high phosphorus ingredients and recipes like potatoes, consider double cooking them. Boil the ingredients separately, discard the cooking water, and then incorporate it into your dish. By implementing these techniques, you can effectively reduce the phosphorus content in certain foods, allowing for better management of your phosphorus intake. If you found this video so far engaging, informative, and useful, we would greatly appreciate your support by hitting the subscribe button. You can ensure you'll never miss out on future updates, insights, or exciting content we have in store for you. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Now for some strategies for cost-effective grocery shopping and using affordable ingredients without sacrificing nutritional value. With a little planning and creativity, you can ensure that your meals are not only kidney-friendly, but also budget-friendly. Grocery shopping can be challenging when you're on a budget, but there are several strategies that can help you make the most of your money when buying kidney-friendly ingredients. Planning your meals. Next video is going to be about planning your meal, so stay tuned. Before heading to the grocery store, plan your meals for the week. This will help you create a shopping list and avoid unnecessary purchases. Look for kidney-friendly recipes that use affordable ingredients and plan meals around them. Make a shopping list. Creating a shopping list based on your meal plan is essential. Stick to the list and avoid impulse buying. This will help you stay focused and prevent overspending. Compare prices. Take some time to compare prices between different grocery stores. Consider visiting local markets or discount stores that may offer lower prices on fresh produce or other kidney-friendly ingredients. Buy in bulk. When possible, purchase items in bulk. This is particularly useful for non-perishable items such as whole grains, legumes, and canned goods. Buying in bulk can often save you money in the long run. And utilize sales and coupons. Keep an eye out for sales and coupons that can help you save money. Sign up for newsletters or loyalty programs at your local grocery stores to stay informed about discounts on kidney-friendly ingredients. It's important to ensure that your kidney-friendly meals are not only affordable, but also provide the necessary nutrients for your overall health. Here's some tips for using affordable ingredients without sacrificing nutritional value. Opt for whole foods. Whole foods such as fruit, vegetables, whole grains, and lean proteins are often more affordable than processed or prepackaged foods. They also provide essential nutrients while being lower in sodium, phosphorus, and potassium. If you find it difficult to cut or slice and process whole foods, many times you can purchase pre-cut versions in the produce section or even the frozen section. Frozen food is typically minimally processed, so you can expect that it wouldn't have added ingredients like phosphorus or potassium. Embrace plant-based proteins. Plant-based proteins such as legumes, beans or lentils or chickpeas, tofu and tempeh are more budget-friendly compared to animal proteins. They're also excellent sources of high-quality protein without adding excessive phosphorus to your diet. Even eating one to two meals per week that are using plant-based protein can help with your budget. Getting creative with leftovers. Instead of wasting leftovers, repurpose them into new meals. For example, roast chicken can be transformed into a flavorful salad or used as filling for tacos. This not only saves money, but also reduces food waste. You can freeze leftovers and you can package them into lunch containers for the next day. Buy seasonal produce. Seasonal fruits and vegetables are often more affordable and have better flavor. I'm going to talk more about this in a minute, but they're also rich in vitamins and minerals, making them an excellent choice for kidney-friendly meals. You can even go to a farmer's market and get local grown food for a reasonable price. Cooking from scratch. Prepackaged and processed foods are often more expensive and contain 
high levels of sodium and phosphorus. By cooking from scratch, you have control over the ingredients that can make healthier kidney-friendly meals at a lower cost. Preparing kidney-friendly meals on a budget is entirely possible with some smart strategies and ingredient choices. By planning your meals, making a shopping list, comparing prices, and utilizing sales and coupons, you can stretch your budget while still buying kidney-friendly ingredients. In addition, opting for whole foods, embracing plant-based proteins, and getting creative with leftovers, buying seasonal produce, and cooking from scratch will ensure your meals are not only affordable, but also highly nutritious. Remember, a healthy kidney-friendly diet doesn't have to break the bank. Now let's talk about alternative cooking methods that can take your dishes to new heights of taste and satisfaction. By incorporating these techniques into your culinary repertoire, you can elevate the flavors of your meals and impress your family and friends. When it comes to adding smoky flavor to your dishes, grilling, broiling, and roasting can be your secret weapons. These cooking methods not only infuse a delightful smokiness into your food, but also bring out the natural flavors of the ingredients. Let's take a closer look at how you can achieve this. Grilling is a popular cooking technique that imparts a distinct smoky flavor to meats, vegetables, and even fruits. The high heat and open flame create a caramelization effect, resulting in a unique taste profile. Here's some tips to maximize the smoky flavor when grilling. Number one, use the right type of wood chips. Different wood chips, such as mesquite, hickory, or applewood, can add their own unique smokiness to your food. Experiment with different wood flavors to add and find your favorite combination. Pre-soak the wood chips. Soaking the wood chips in water for about 30 minutes before grilling allows them to smolder and produce more smoke. This intensifies the smoky flavor and prevents the chips from burning too quickly. Use indirect grilling. If you're grilling large cuts of meat, or delicate ingredients, consider using the indirect grilling method. This involves placing the food away from a direct heat source and cooking it slowly. This technique allows the smoky flavors to infuse deeply into the food without charring it. Broiling is another excellent choice of cooking method for achieving a smoky flavor. It involves cooking food directly under intense heat, similar to grilling, in your oven. Here's how you can enhance the smoky taste using a broiler. Preheat the broiler. To ensure even cooking and maximize smokiness, preheat the broiler for a few minutes before placing your food inside. This allows the broiler to reach the desired temperature and creates a nice sear on the surface of your ingredients. Broiling is extremely hot, so be extremely careful when you're doing this. Use a broiler pan. A broiler pan with slotted top allows the excess fat and juices to drip down, preventing the food from becoming soggy. The drippings can also add additional smoky flavors to the food. Season and oil the ingredients. Before placing the food in the broiler, season it generously with your favorite spices and herbs. Lightly coat the ingredients with oil to help them brown and develop a flavorful crust. This will enhance the overall smoky taste of the dish. Lastly, roasting is a slow cooking method that can bring out the natural sweetness and smokiness of various ingredients. From vegetables to meats, roasting can create a depth of flavor that is simply irresistible. Here's some tips for achieving a smoky taste. Opt for dry roasting. Dry roasting involves cooking the ingredients without any added liquids, allowing them to caramelize and intensify their flavors naturally. This method works best for vegetables like Brussels sprouts, carrots, or potatoes. I love me some roasted Brussels sprouts. Use a roasting rack. Place a roasting rack inside the pan allows the air to circulate around the food, promoting even cooking and ensuring a crispy exterior. 
The elevated position also prevents the ingredients from becoming soggy by sitting in their own juices. Experiment with flavor additions. Enhance the smoky taste by incorporating flavor-packed ingredients like smoked paprika, chipotle powder, or garlic into your seasoning mix. These additions will complement the smokiness and add complexity to your dishes. In addition to smoky flavors, incorporating tangy elements into your dishes can elevate the taste profile and add a refreshing twist. Citrus fruits and vinegar are two popular ingredients that can provide a delightful tanginess to your meals. Let's explore how you can use them creatively. Citrus fruits such as lemon, lime, oranges, and grapefruits can bring a burst of tangy flavor to both sweet and savory dishes. The acidity of citrus can brighten up the taste of your meals and balance out rich or heavy flavors. Now, I would get some concerns from people about grapefruit. I can't have grapefruit with my food or with my uh, medication I'm taking. But this is just a squeeze, a small amount. It really is not going to impact your medication. So here's some ways to incorporate citrus for a tangy twist. Squeeze fresh citrus juice. When it's a drizzle of lemon juice over grilled fish or a splash of lime in your guacamole, fresh citrus can instantly uplift the flavors of your dishes. The acidity cuts through the richness and adds a zesty, tangy note. Zest the citrus peel. Zest or finely grated peel of citrus fruits contains essential oils that are packed with flavor. Add a sprinkle of zest to your salads, marinades, or desserts for an extra tangy punch. Make citrus-infused dressings or sauces. Combine citrus juice, zest, olive oil, and your choice of herbs to create tangy dressings or sauces. These can be used to marinate meats, dress salads, or drizzle over warm vegetables. And vinegar is another versatile ingredient that can provide a tangy twist to your culinary creations. Vinegar is not only a great substitute for salt, but also a fantastic way to add depth and flavor to your dishes. Here's some reasons why using vinegar as a tasty alternative is a great idea. You'll get enhanced flavor. Vinegar comes in a variety of flavors, such as apple cider vinegar, balsamic vinegar, red wine vinegar, rice vinegar, and more. Each type has its own unique taste profile, ranging from tangy and fruity to rich and sweet. These flavors can elevate your recipes, adding complexity and depth that salt alone cannot provide. A little secret that I don't tell too many people is you can take balsamic vinegar and cook it on the stove a little bit, get it to be a little thick, and you can make that a nice, like a nice little sauce for on top of your meats and vegetables. You can change substitute balsamic vinegar in your recipes for soy sauce. It's going to taste a little different, but it's definitely an excellent alternative and doesn't have extra salt. Reduce sodium intake. Many people are trying to reduce their sodium intake for health reasons by using vinegar as a flavor enhancer. You can cut back on the amount of salt used in your recipes without compromising taste. This is particularly beneficial for individuals with high blood pressure or those following low sodium diets like CKD. Versatility. Vinegar can be used in a wide variety of dishes from savory to sweet. It works well in salad dressings, marinades, sauces, soups, stews, and even desserts. Its versatility allows you to experiment with different types of vinegar to find the perfect balance of flavors for your culinary creations. Tenderizing meats. Certain types of vinegar, such as apple cider vinegar, can act as a natural meat tenderizer. The acidity in vinegar helps break down the proteins in meat, resulting in more tender and flavorful dishes. This can be particularly useful when dealing with tougher cuts of meat or when grilling or braising. When using vinegar as a substitute for salt, it's important to keep in mind that a little goes a long way. Start by adding small amounts, tasting as you go, adjusting to your preference. Experiment with the different types of vinegar to discover new flavor combinations and find what works best for each dish. Overall, vinegar offers a tangy twist that can enhance the taste of your culinary creations, making it a fantastic alternative to salt. 
So next time you're looking to add zing to your recipes, reach for the bottle of vinegar right under your nose. Well, folks, we've taken quite the culinary journey today, haven't we? From the ins and outs of chronic kidney disease to the tantalizing world of herbs, spices, and vinegar. Who knew vinegar could be so versatile? It's not just for pickling your cucumbers anymore. We've dived deep into the kidney-friendly world of food, and I hope you've come out feeling a little more enlightened and a lot more hungry. Now, I know that some of you might be thinking, back in my day, we didn't have all these fancy recipe modifications and dietary guidelines. And to that, I say, back in your day, bell-bottom jeans and disco balls were all the rage too. Times change, and so do our dietary needs. But that doesn't mean we can't have a little fun along the way. Remember, every time you pick up a lemon instead of the salt shaker, you're not just making a healthier choice. You're also giving your taste buds like a little dance party. And who doesn't love a good dance party, especially one that doesn't require those pesky disco balls or getting dressed up in bell bottoms? For all my seasoned citizens out there, see what I just did? Managing CKD doesn't mean you have to sacrifice flavor or fun in the kitchen. With a sprinkle of creativity, a dash of humor, and a good helping of knowledge, which you've now got in spades, you can whip up meals that are not only kidney-friendly, but also downright delicious. If you ever find yourself missing the good old days, just remember, while we might not have flying cars or robot butlers yet, at least we've got a world of tasty, kidney-friendly recipes at our fingertips. So put on your favorite apron, crank up those golden old oldies, and let's get cooking. And hey, if all else fails... There's always the trusty vinegar bottle to save the day. Who knew it would be the unsung hero of our CKD culinary adventures? Cheers to good health, hearty laughs, and meals that make your heart and kidneys sing. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks, and we will talk to you again next week.